It is the final, finally, <laughs> fucking finally, the end of Predatember. We have jumped into every crevasse and nook and cranny that is Predator to get to this very moment. We're taking a step back in time to talk about the brainchild of old Rob Rod, Robert Rodriguez, as we talk about Predators. That's right, put an S on it, baby. We're talking about multiple Predators this time on a very multiple Predators edition of <laughs> Review. Review. What the hell are you, Troy? Is <laughs> <laughs> job with a hut in this? <laughs> Boss Nass. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Welcome to the Review Review Show, where two small town dudes give your big predatory opinions. I'm Troy to the Max Extreme. I'm glad this is done. Yeah. Oh my God, this <laughs> so, month seemed to go forever. So much predator. I never realized how much I didn't really care for the Predator until we did all of these movies. <laughs> but maybe my opinion will change. Maybe this one is the one that just sways you, where it's like, you know what? Nobody did them right except good old Troublemaker Studios. <laughs> yeah. Jumping in, saving the day. Maybe. <laughs> we'll see, won't we? We will see. We really will see. That's at the top of the hour. Predators. Predators. Yeah. Excuse me. Uh, but before we get into that, we're going to get into some news of the week. Yeah. I got a few little tidbits here. Okay. Uh, starting with <laughs> The Boys, the Amazon uh, Now series. Yeah, I saw they put up a uh, little thing. It's like a uh, kind of like a title card or a poster for the series. Yeah. That uh, remakes the first issue's cover. Yeah. Almost to a T. Yeah. Uh, looks pretty spot on, and yeah. it has me excited for uh, them adapting it pretty close on. You know, like yeah, pretty close to the chest. Yeah. They didn't get Simon Pegg, though. That's too bad. But they got, uh, what's his name, from Thor. I think he's the one playing the Simon Pegg role, isn't he? From Thor? Yeah, he was the bald guy from Thor. Thor Ragnarok? Yeah. Keith Urban? Yeah. Or Carl Urban. Carl, yeah. Look like look <laughs> like Carl Urban. Urban was the guy playing the Simon Pegg role. Um, I think he's going to be Billy the Butcher, actually. Okay. Or The Butcher, not Billy the Butcher, but... um. I yeah I'm I'm excited about this. Uh, I am hot and cold with the series. I've actually never finished it, but I really like the idea of it. Yeah. And I think Amazon can do a decent job with it. And with what you've described in the past, I don't think Amazon is going to go as far as the. <laughs> I think they will definitely weed out some of the more aggressively offensive. Uh, uh, tropes in this. I I mean, I wouldn't mind if they touched on them a little bit, but just the extreme graphic nature of it just is like, yeah. sometimes like, okay, I get it. 
even though that makes me very interested in reading it. <laughs> well, you can you always them. borrow it. <laughs> the things you described, I'm just like, I kind of want to see that. <laughs> so, yeah, it's got me excited. I can't tell you yet when it comes out, but it's got to be pretty freaking soon. Yeah. I actually kind of forgot about it until this came out. So. I know. I was I was pumped. And I forgot that it was going to be on Amazon. So yeah, like, so did I. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I thought it was on Showtime for whatever reason. Oh, man. But, They're too busy boy. making uh, Jim Carrey. Oh, yeah. Uh, little kid show oh, yeah. thing. I'm curious about it, though. Yeah, we'll it's, by, it's by the same chick that did uh, Eternal Sunshine. All right. We'll see. But I'm, I don't think I'm ever going to watch it. But who has Showtime. Showtime? Yeah, no one has Showtime. <laughs> well, Homeland. The Homeland's done. You're not going to watch oh, Showtime I mean, now. Homeland's not even on Come Showtime. On. What are you doing here? Homeland! <laughs> uh, another bit of news, JT. Hellboy movie yeah. coming down the pipeline real yeah. quick here. It's actually pushed back. I know. A little bit. You hear about this? It's fucked up my schedule. It, it originally was going to drop beginning of the year, 2019, in January, the 11th to be exact. Yeah. Got pushed out to April 12th, uh, three months later. Gotcha. Uh, don't know why. I think probably because they haven't started marketing this movie yet. I know. I haven't seen shit for it. And then every time I'm like, Is it, there's got to be a trailer coming out or something. Mm-hmm. And nothing. Nothing. Because, like, dropped. if it was coming out in January, that's two months away, pretty much. Yeah. So, that would, uh, or three months, rather. And that's that's pretty soon. Yeah. Unless they want to just do, like, whatever. The net- drop it on Netflix? Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> I was going to say, do the Netflix model and be like, this is available next week. Yeah. It's like, oh, okay. Yeah, sure. Cloverfield it? Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, I... I'm excited to see something about it other than that one picture we've seen. Yeah. I mean, I haven't been really researching it very hard. I just, whatever falls in my lap. I don't know. And I'm curious because it's supposed to be rated R, right? Yeah. So that's that's interesting. I guess. Not everything needs unless, to be unless, rated R. <laughs> unless but. they think that people aren't going to go see it and then they PG-13 it like Venom. I Listen, I don't know <laughs> if Hellboy needs to be rated R or not. It's got some weird occult stuff in it, which could be kind of bloody and violent. But yeah. like otherwise, it's not really... I don't think it needs to be rated R. Probably not. But, uh, you know, Venom, hard R. <laughs> Spawn, hardest <laughs> R ever. Why don't we Spawn just... Spawn versus Hellboy. Oh my god, NC-17. Yeah. Spawn versus Hellboy, colon, hard R. <laughs> <laughs> so check out Hellboy coming April 12th, 2019. Ooh, that's close to Macy's birthday. Uh-oh. Maybe we'll go see Bring it for her, her along. birthday. <laughs> Bring her along. Two-year-old birthday. Um, did you see the new... No, no, hold on. Let me backpedal a little bit. Because we talked... We back... Let me backpedal. We talked about this a little bit last week, but not much was of it. The Joaquin yeah. Phoenix Joker pick yeah. was just that plain Jane brown coat. Yep. Looked like the... Uh, Being his nice, charming self. Right. Looked like Mr. Rogers' like pedophile neighbor. <laughs> Um, a day after or so, yep. the studio, Todd Phillips, actually put out his own little kind of highlight sizzle yeah. clip. They call it like a makeup test. Sure, that would work. Yeah. And and then also like a little clip of the film came out that's like 10 seconds long of like chaos going on on a subway yeah. or whatever. And he's in full makeup. Yep. And that makeup test, I thought, was actually kind of cool. Yeah. Like, how it shows him 
slowly gaining a smile and like you can see like a it's like film projection kind of going over yeah. top with clown makeup yeah, and with stuff. Yeah, with like the eerie music playing in the background. Thought it was really well done. And I was listening to something else this morning on how he'd rather not have all these like TMZ photos out there. He just wants to get ahead of it. And if you want to see it in high def and how it's really supposed to look, I'm going to get ahead of it and put it out right now. Yeah. Smart, yeah. I think. Um, and Magnavox. Yeah. Smart. <laughs> Very smart. <laughs> And I think how, how Magnavox of him. <laughs> I think it looks different, but I'm into it. Yeah, I'm I'm for it. I really want to check it out because um I've also heard uh there's been like small rumblings of what the synopsis of it's supposed to be, and it's mm-hmm. kind of a play on uh have you ever seen uh Robert De Niro's movie uh Ki- the King of Comedy? Uh no. Like uh like Robert De Niro plays like this comedian that's like obsessed with this late night host and okay. just keeps stalking him and then like trying to figure out like wh- how he's famous because he wants to be famous and oh, he doesn't okay. know how to be. Okay. All right. So it's like, uh, like I've heard like rumblings where like it's supposed to be kind of a play on that because like, I guess someone that's like really close to Martin Scorsese who directed that uh-huh. is like one of the producers on this. And I guess okay. they're like, he's kind of borrowing from that. Okay. Hey, whatever. I, I Because Scorsese's producing this, I figured it was going to not be just a direct adaptation of, like, a, this character. Yeah. Like, I'm in, I'm in two minds about it, because, like, if you're going to do just something completely different, and it's just, a, like, a maniac in clown makeup, and yeah. you're just using the name in name only, yeah. I kind of don't like anytime anybody really does that, because, like, you could have made anything else. Oh, yeah. And you're just kind of using this to, like, get more traction behind it. Mm-hmm. But I still think it looks good. And I like that. That's going in a different approach. I like that. His makeup is like almost like John Wayne Gacy. Yeah. Ish. I know. That's what bit. I, that's what it kind of struck me as too. Um, so I don't know. I'm, I'm excited more than anything. And yeah. I was very skeptical about this. Yeah. It's crazy. Cause I even like heard like people said that when they just put out just the Joaquin Phoenix, by himself out the makeup picture out people said he looked like john Wayne gacy without the makeup on oh i didn't get that i so thought was gacy like... was a tad fatter <laughs> or no <laughs> not ca- uh oh, shit who was the one that was like really good looking what manson not manson um god damn it shit <laughs> i don't know it's like uh because um i guess like zach efron's playing him in a movie coming up Oh, uh... It's not Gacy. It's gonna kill me. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Well, send us send us your tweets about how we're fucking just, idiots. Yeah, just yell at us over the internet. Um, but yeah, it's like it's supposed to be like that serial killer that's like kind of good looking. Okay. That's gonna bother me. <laughs> should look it up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. If I just look up Zach Efron would be the fastest way to do it. Yeah, like Zach Efron serial killer movie Zach Efron serial killer movie <laughs> uh filmography that's what he's got going on here okay this Ted is... Bundy yeah Ted Bundy got it yeah people were saying they look like Ted Bundy when they first put out the put okay. out the picture okay I'm excited so they might get like a serial killer thing going and I think it's like a period piece too like it's supposed to take place in the 70s right a real Scorsese joint yeah in the 70s which is good. Yeah. 
Borrow some elements from Taxi Driver, maybe? Do you think um, this is going to be, like, related, like, at all to any Batman stuff whatsoever? No, probably not. I think not either, but that's why... But they're supposed to have Thomas Wayne in it or something, aren't they? Oh, yeah, that's true. But then, so is Joker, like, 70 years old when Batman becomes Batman? Probably. That's weird. (laughs) Anyway, okay, I'm... don't like don't talk me out of this. <laughs> I'm still on board at this point. Um, so moving from that Phoenix news to the new Phoenix news, yeah. Did you see that the Dark Phoenix trailer leaked earlier this morning? Early Did, early. I saw they were supposed to put it out tomorrow. Oh, they're putting it out tonight on the late show, actually. <gasps> oh, or shit. last night if you're listening to this on Thursday. Well, uh what time oh yeah. We won't be we won't be no, done before. I will be in bed by then. <laughs> that is my goal. Um, so check that out later this week. Let us know what you think about it on Twitter. But from the poorly leaked trailer, because it's shot in between two theater seats, because it oh, leaked in Russia hot. somehow. I don't know how oh, they got Splotsky. it. Splotsky. Yeah. Um, I couldn't really make heads or tails out of it. It looks. Pretty similar to Last Stand, if I'm going to be honest, from what I can see. So, (laughs) (laughs) and they also dropped the X-Men from the title completely. It's just called Dark Phoenix. Oh. So, we'll see. Oh, my. But I was, for whatever reason, I was still surprised to see McAvoy, Fassbender, and Lawrence in this movie still. Yeah, Jennifer Lawrence looked like she was about ready to just jump out of the movie. She was like, get me the fuck out she of here. She looked like that two movies ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, she, yeah. So, I, I don't know. That's, like, she's being played by a phone in this. That's how much she's phoning <laughs> right. it in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, Mystique is on the phone. <laughs> what do you have to say? <laughs> <laughs> just, and that's even you can tell just played off a tape recorder. <laughs> they just take lines from other movies. <laughs> it's like she just says a line, and you can hear in the background. You want to do another take of that, Jen? Yeah. No, it's good. Ah, like, oh, shut oh, the shit. fuck up. Oh, <laughs> ah, we're gonna edit that out. Yep. Nobody's gonna. See well, it. shit. Fox got bought by Disney. Let's do all the Disney shit where they just take <laughs> images of her from other movies and then just digitally put her in the movie. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, speaking of that whole thing, did you see that Comcast ended up buying Sky Broadcasting for like $36 billion or something like that? No. Like Disney, I guess, didn't want it or sold off the rights to Fox or some... I don't know. It was a whole complicated thing because Disney got all that stuff from Fox. And then Disney was like, eh, we don't really need it. And then I don't know why they didn't want it because it's like the UK's like biggest distributor of television and stuff oh, like yeah. that. So Comcast ended up scooping that up for like thirty six uh-huh. billion. I love when things work out for billion dollar companies. <laughs> yeah, no shit. You know they don't get enough credit nowadays, <laughs> right? Like, we're this is for the big guys out there. Come on, the big heavy hitters. Let's let's, let's raise a toast to the big guys. They deserve it. <laughs> That's all my news, JT. That's all I have. Okay. Well. Thanks for the warning. Oh, sorry. Jeez Louise. I know. Usually I'm like, last bit of news, but this time... You nope. didn't care. No, nope, I you didn't. just I didn't just sprung it on fucking you. fucking care. <laughs> um, 
Doctor, have you seen that uh, South Korean zombie movie, Train to Busan? No, but it's on my to-do list. I know, I really want to see it too. I've heard nothing but good things about it. Dave and Dinosaur Neil have both seen it, and they say they really enjoyed oh, it. shit. It was on Netflix for a while. Hopefully it's still there. Is it still there. on there? Oh, fuck. I'm I can gonna check while you're check. going on. Okay, well, anyways, uh, they're in the process of making, of course, the American remake of it. Oh, great. And it is being <laughs> produced by James Wan. Which oh, may not okay. be a, all right. May not be bad. It's still on Netflix. Oh, good. There you go. I know. I want to check it out because, like, a lot of the zombie sh- shit in there looks like crazy. Like, it's like hordes of like zombies, like toppling walls and shit. Oh, gee. So it's like <laughs> World War Z. Is that kind yeah, of stuff? Only with blood. There's right. blood oh, is involved great. with that one. <laughs> great. And less uh, Brad Pitt scarves. <laughs> I mean, uh, some Brad Pitt scarves, but just less. Yeah, of course. Some, a few. <laughs> uh, Troy, that Birds of Prey movie's still happening. All right, we'll see. <laughs> well, we'll see. As in, it's probably, it's definitely going to happen because now they're casting people with it. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> on top of Margot Robbie coming back as Harley Quinn, uh-huh. they have casted uh, a huntress. Yeah, the huntress. Yeah, the huntress okay. and uh, Black Canary. Oh, okay. Uh, Black Canary being played by Journey Smollett Bell. I don't know what I've seen her from. Hmm. Doesn't but ring a bell. Uh... The Huntress <laughs> being played by Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Oh, Ramona Flowers herself? Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. I guess I'm into it, I suppose. Right. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not not really into DC. this. I, I'm surprised <laughs> they're still pushing forward with this after their whole... Well, our heavy hitters are leaving. We mean we have Gaul for a little bit. Maybe. <laughs> we'll see how Wonder Woman 84 goes. Uh, come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. God. Come on. Come on. <laughs> Uh, Troy, have you ever seen Happy Death Day? Uh, no. You should. I really liked it. Okay. But, uh, they're in the process of making a sequel to it, of course. Okay. It was that big of a hit, uh, called Happy Death Day to You. Oh, (laughs) clever. I actually liked it more (laughs) as the time went on, and I actually genuinely laughed. That's great. (laughs) But, uh, this is supposed to be, it's supposed to come out on Valentine's Day next year. Okay. And it's supposed to be a rom-com with the same uh, homicidal serial killer hijinks from the first one. Ooh, hijinks ensuing. So, uh, I'm looking forward to it, because I really liked Happy Death Day. Was this a, a Blumhouse joint? Yeah. So... It's the one where it's like Groundhog Day for a serial killer. Okay. Where, like, a girl wakes up on her birthday and gets brutally murdered every single time. Oh, brother. <laughs> what a terrible day. Over and over again. Yeah. Oh, sweet. Okay. Nice. But it's good. I'd highly suggest checking it out. All right. Maybe I'll check it out for a spooky... <gasps> we got Halloween coming up. Little video. Maybe yeah, we, yeah. Maybe we can throw a few uh, fun horror sidebars in there. All right. Little mini-ups? Little mini-ups for... Okay. All right. You have me at full staff. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> you have shot through the desk. <laughs> uh, 
October coming up pretty soon. Lots of big things coming out on Netflix in October. I was like going through their list. Yeah. It's fucking nuts. They're just dropping loads all over Yeah. <laughs> One of the big things is something we bring up periodically on the show, Making a Murderer. Oh, coming back. Season two coming out mm-hmm. this October, October 19th. All right. See if Brendan Dassey goes to WrestleMania. <laughs> Come on, Brandon. Come on. You got to go to WrestleMania. Yeah. That's how the whole series needs to end. Oh is him God. going backstage to WrestleMania. <laughs> and there's a whole, like, WWE 24-7 all about it. Yeah. That'd be amazing. Yeah, WWE 24-7, <laughs> Brendan Dassey. In jail for murder. And now, now living it up He's backstage. high-fiving Finn Balor. <laughs> <laughs> he met with the dead man himself. <laughs> Dong. That'd be amazing. Uh, is it uh, not? Is it even like about any of that stuff, or is it a whole new story? Do you know? Um, no, it's it's all about that stuff. They're they're going back to like all the things that have happened from this, from what happened from the last season. Or the oh, first okay. Season, yeah. Okay. So kind of connect with like all the things that have been going on. Are they gonna add in like the stuff they may have omitted from the first season to like? Kind of show that maybe yeah they should, probably should because uh, oh uh, now I can't even remember his name Stephen Avery Stephen Avery is like not such a yeah like he has like innocent a past fella. of beating his wife <laughs> yeah yeah maybe I'll add more of that in I mean, there yeah hopefully change the narrative <laughs> yeah maybe show how he's kind of an asshole <laughs> uh. Troy, are you for a Black Widow movie? Sure. If you're going to make one, go ahead. Come on. Get it out there. Yeah. Well, word out there is that they are in the process of making a Black Widow movie. <laughs> for the last 10 years. And <laughs> and the, the latest rumor is that uh, it might deal with Y2K. Okay. Like, it might be a plot line that includes how Y2K was almost a problem. Okay. <laughs> Going back. I don't I don't mind if they go back and do these weird modern period pieces for this stuff and like fill in gaps, especially of the like these espionage characters. Yeah. That'd be fun. Yeah, that would be fun. Um Yeah, I mean I the one thing like is if they were to like go with solo movies of like Black Widow and Hawkeye, not necessarily I guess Black Widow so much, is that they don't have like they're not like a part of the fantastic you know, they, they're they not like they have these awesome superpowers. Yeah. They're just kind of like these espionage spy things, which mm-hmm. I'm not saying isn't interesting. Yeah. But it's not as firsthand interesting as everything else. So I can see why they're reluctant to yeah. make these. But I don't know. Marvel does a pretty good job when it comes to like, these espionage type stories. Well, yeah. Like, Winter wh- Soldier. That was all Winter Soldier. Right. And that's why I'm saying like they've, pr- they've proven me wrong with Winter Soldier. Even like... Um, uh, Civil War had a little bit of like that yeah. Captain America kind of stuff in there too. Yeah. So I was like, "All right, you proved me wrong." But at the same time, they also had like Captain America and stuff in there, and like robotic armed super soldiers and all that kind of stuff too. Yeah, not saying that this can't have any of those either. Oh, but yeah, you know, you want to kind of have the spotlight on. Yeah, your you Black still want to. Yeah, still want to get like some fantastical stuff in there. Yeah. But, I mean, I just went back and rewatched Infinity War, and even though Black Widow doesn't have, like, a huge part in that, like, she kicks a lot of ass. Yeah. I like how she's gone from 
doing that only one head scissor move that she does <laughs> in like from Iron Man 2 on through like the Avengers and all that stuff to like getting down and scrappy and like really just fucking going at it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Is she wait, well, fuck, Infinity War's been out long enough. Is she one of the people that disappears? Oh shit, I can't re- I never remember. I think she's still alive. I don't know. Now hmm. I don't know. Well, I just ruined your night. <laughs> Great, now I won't sleep. <laughs> and I've already done my look up you're thing. Gonna, you're going to wake up at 12.45. Like, is she still alive? Oh, shit, I don't feel so good. And then I vaporize. <laughs> no, I don't know. I've already looked up. I've used up all my look up clauses. So yeah. now, I'm, now I'm just going to have to live with it. I don't yeah, know. No. Well, I'm, I'm planning on seeing it sometime in the near future. I really want to check it out again. Yeah. It's just as good. Yeah, it's one of those things where it's like it hangs over my head. Where like I've been, I've been separated from it long enough where I'm like, was it that good? I think I need to see it again. It's fun. <laughs> it's like not. I mean, obviously the surprise isn't oh, there yeah. anymore, but yeah. like, it's still good. When Thor comes back to the to Earth, yeah, it still is just like fuck yeah. I just I remember just there being so many events when I saw it in theaters where like once I felt like it was starting to slow down like. Just a giant brawl happened out of nowhere where I was like, fuck, how did it get to this? <laughs> yeah. Like they had that one scene with like uh, Scarlet Witch and uh, God, what's his name? The robot guy. Vision. Vision. And they just have like this like weird, boring conversation about how they, they should just run away together. Uh-huh. And then out of nowhere, dudes show up to kill Vision and then <laughs> fucking Captain America shows up like, Jesus, yeah. how did we get to this? Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. Where'd this come from? Yeah. And, oh my god, when they get to Wakanda, I think on my rewatch, I liked it more when they got to Wakanda, when they're, all those aliens dropping the ship, and they're clawing to get through this force field. And like, Oh, they look so ravenous, too. And they're just out for blood, you know what yeah. I mean? And then, like, Black Panther's like, open the gates. And you're like, holy <laughs> you fuck. <laughs> you fucking and then, idiot. And then they're like, Wakanda forever! And, like, they bolt. And, like, Captain America and Black Panther are, like, in front sprinting of everybody? ahead of everybody. Yeah. And I'm like, fuck, yes! He's like, of course they would do that. Yeah. Most selfless fuckers ever. Yeah. So good. And Mark Ruffalo do, is funny in it. Because <laughs> he's yeah. like, whoa, yeah! Oh, Hulkbuster, yeah! <laughs> I don't know what he is. Oh, it's man. like Johnny Knoxville in a fucking <laughs> Iron Man. Yeah. Hey, I'm, I'm, I'm Bruce Banner. I'm gonna I'm gonna jump it off of a building with his robot suit on. Yeah, Mark Ruffalo. Down water. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, good uh, stuff. Good stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, Troy, uh, Overlord, that film coming out. I actually am thinking about putting it on the docket for us to review. The one that's not a Cloverfield movie. Might not be Cloverfield movie. <laughs> okay. Wink, okay. unwink. I, mean, I still don't know. <laughs> but I guess uh, it premiered at Fantastic Fest okay. not too long ago. And it's been getting a lot of good praise. Okay. Lots of people saying it's a pretty fun like, World War II slash crazy mad scientist experiment type movie. All right. Great. And uh, yeah, I'm all for checking it out. It looks hella fun. All right. Yeah. Uh, the closer it gets, if it sounds good, put it on the docket. Why not? Yeah. 
I think it comes out in November. November 9th. Okay. It comes out. All right. So there you go. Might be fun. Might be a fun one. Gonna Could break be it up. A fun one. Break up. Break up the. Yeah. Let's stop doing unfun ones and yeah. do some fun ones. <laughs> Burgers coming right up. <laughs> uh, Troy, we've I think I brought up before how Robert Englund said that he is done playing Freddy Krueger. Uh-huh. He's done putting on the makeup. He's over it. Except for one more Ooh. time. One final. And it's going to be on a Halloween episode edition of The Goldbergs. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Not where I thought you were going with that. (laughs) Yes, Robert Englund will reprise his role as Freddy Krueger on an episode of The Goldbergs. All right. Well, the the show's set in the 80s. That's pretty apt. That would be a a fun cameo. Yeah. I am into the idea. Uh, see, Danger is a fan of that show. I'm fairly caught up with it, and so, like having it being on the background or whatever. But uh, looks, sounds, and looks fun. That's it. Good. <laughs> Good. End of story. End of story. My last bit of news: Troy Bond twenty five. Yeah. They've been out there looking for a new director ever yeah. since um well, Danny Boy. Danny Boy. Danny Boy <laughs> dropped out. Danny Boy Boyle. <laughs> it seems they may have got their director Troy. Oh. And it's got me it? pretty pretty pumped. Yeah. Carrie Joji Fukunaga. Okay. Is on to be the director. Okay. Do you know who he is? No. <laughs> I don't. He was the director of all the episodes of True Detective. Oh, the first season? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> now I'm back on board. <laughs> and Andy has a new show on Netflix called Maniac. Okay. Which uh, might bring up later. Oh, jeez. Taste of what yet is to come. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, but no, that's all good my, that's ASMR, all my ASMR type stuff there. I'm chewing. <laughs> Licking. Now, listen to me. Drink this um, root beer here. Hmm. <laughs> well, it's everyone puked collectively <laughs> in their mouths. Uh, yeah, stay tuned for our AS- ASMR podcast. <laughs> yeah. where we just loudly drink beer into the microphone as close as possible. We just whisper and drink 10 beers and just get fucking hammered. Paps <laughs> Blurrip. And we say what the beer is, even though it makes no difference. Do you like how my beard sounds (laughs) against the microphone? Oh, my God. (laughs) Quit making me so horny over here. (laughs) That's all my news. All right, sweet. Is it done? Yeah, it's done. Great. Here we go, JT. Trailer time. How many trailers did you bring with you today? I got two pretty big ones. Oh, I got. I also have two trailers. Okay. Uh, how's about? I'll start. Okay. One of them is not the Fantastic Beast one because fuck that movie. <sighs> so moving on to anything else. I did see that one, and uh, yeah, it, I don't know. I'm just not into it. <laughs> Great. We're both. Against it. Yeah. <laughs> My first one is going to be Creed 2. Yeah. JT. 
Uh, actually, Big A shared this with us on our uh, that's right a three way chat a that we have menage chat going on. Yes. Uh, Creed two overall looks great. Yeah. Uh, I have not even seen Creed yet, <laughs> or even the last few Rocky movies, except for Rocky Balboa. I've seen yeah. that one. You said that one was pretty good, right? I liked it, yeah. yeah. I mean, going from only seeing Rocky to Rocky Balboa, and those are the <laughs> only ones I've seen. all of the history in between. <laughs> but I know the whole history with the Ivan Drago and the Creed story. Yep. I know all about that, just yeah. from being alive. Yeah. Um. So, Stallone is back. Yep. Uh, Mini Creed is back. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Stallone looking pretty old in this. Oh, yeah. He's been looking old. Uh, are they aging him up for this, or is this his all-natural look? I don't know. They they must be aging him a little bit, because, yeah, they made him look like a real piece of shit in the, in the first Creed. Yeah. Okay. Like, well, he had a heart attack in the first Creed. Yeah. Well, spoilers, I guess, for, my, for me. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Doesn't matter. I'll see it eventually. But, um, for not seeing any of those other ones i would just jump in and see this and i'm like because it already has like a story built into oh, it yeah. from like previous franchises this is like a this like this movie's built like a pay-per-view fight yeah where it's like <laughs> they're just like watch the son of the man watch the son of the man that was killed by the father of his opponent <laughs> mm-hmm mm-hmm Sins of the Fathers, you know what I there mean? There you go. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Um, also, like, the music that they were playing during, because they sample very briefly Gonna Fly Now yeah. in it. I'm like, oh my god, it's amping me up to want to see this. Yeah. And the trailer just looks well cut, and just makes the movie look like a million bucks. Yeah. Michael B is cut as fuck. Jesus. Michael my B is god. on the biggest upswing, I think. <laughs> Since Fantastic Four, yeah, then more than anybody in the world, man, Jesus, he went from there to Creed to fucking Black Panther, yeah, to Creed Two. Like he is unstoppable at this point. Yeah, what happened to Miles Teller? Can't touch him. Died probably. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> what probably happened to dead. Kate Mara? I don't, don't know. know. She was on uh, House of Cards for like a season and a half. After Fantastic Four? I don't know. Probably uh, not. What happened to Jamie Bell? <laughs> I don't know. All of them. Done. Yeah. Career shot. Can't touch Michael B. Michael B took all of their careers and ate them. <laughs> <laughs> Lit him on fire, yeah, so he, to say. They smashed him into a protein powder and he pounds that shit for breakfast every morning. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. Also, I'm a I'm a big fan of watching people like work out in like very weird circumstances like using a sledgehammer and like oh yeah yeah having someone hit you in the chest with a medicine ball over and over again right i don't think there's gonna be a lot of that in this movie right well i hope so the looks like that drago kid looks god he looks like big a as beast fuck. yeah <laughs> like really this fight should never take yeah, place i think they're in different classes way different classes <laughs> michael b looks like 50 pounds lighter than this yeah, dude, if yeah. not more. But that was what it was like in uh, Rocky Four too, because they it's like they they have the same scene in this as they did in Rocky Four, where like fucking Dolph Lundgren is like stands almost like six inches above Sylvester Stallone. Christ, isn't Stallone kind of like a tiny dude anyway, like five ten or something? Yeah, I don't like think that? he's that big. Hmm. 
and fucking he got uh, longer and he was like six three or some shit like yeah. that. Yeah, he's a beast. Well, um, coming back in this too, even also. yeah, yeah, looks uh, looks great for his age. Fuck yeah, looks better than Stallone. I know. Christ, Lundgren's aging pretty good. That's right. It's he's, weird. It's a handsome fella. Look out! Look out! Look out, ladies. Uh. My next trailer is the Bumblebee trailer, which I heard oh, you watch. You got both of my... <laughs> okay, good. Um, this trailer started with, I think, a lot of pr- promise that it could be something different yeah. than what we've gotten. And then it turned to kind of the same old fare that we've kind of been... It seems that we've been dealt. I don't know. But, hold on. <laughs> Because it does, you can tell that it's from somebody else than Michael Bay. Oh, yeah. This is not a Michael Bay movie. No. That gives me hope. But it starts with, like, very inspiring, um, swelling music. Yeah. It looks like a heartfelt story between this car and this girl. Yeah. Um, it, it looks like it's going in a different place until... Like, John Cena comes in, is like, we gotta destroy her, and then there's more robots fighting and all that stuff. Yeah. So then I'm like, we've seen this like a ton. But I think the all of the Transformers look different enough where you should be able to pull out who's who. Okay, yes. Which that I'm, is a I'm liking that. And I think, like, there's the only major uh, Decepticon that's gonna be in this is gonna be, I think, Shatterstar? Is that the one that's oh, the like jet? Starscream? Starscream, yeah. Um, so if they just, if maybe hopefully like the one where they have all of, like the robots or something, it's like some kind of dream sequence or something, and then it's just Bumblebee versus Starscream, I'd be for on it. Board, because um, there is some like cool looking shit in here, like like that show that shit where like uh, Haley Steinfeld's like running in front of them as they're like battling, and they're like their battles like getting closer and closer to her, like knocking shit over. Yeah, like I was liking that, and I don't know, like it just. It looked like fun, and there was like uh, uh, Optimus Prime is like looks like the actual Optimus Prime in this. Yeah, what I was gonna say is that they looks like they've taken the original like character models from yeah. the like original cartoon, yeah, and have adapted them more so for film. So they look like the big chunky robots that yeah. you like known forever. Yeah. Which I'm all for. Oh, yeah, totally. I like the big blocky, like... And they still yeah. got kind of intricate movements, like, beneath the surface. Mm-hmm. But it's not like a th- billion trillion moving parts that you're like, I don't know what the fuck is going on. Yeah. So, I'm into the new kind of transformations. Mm-hmm. Still, I'm apprehensive. Yeah. I didn't see the last few Transformers oh, no, I, movies. No, they're all one, dog shit. And this one is not going to change my mind unless I hear it's great. Yeah, so I, I don't know. It, the trailer made me more hopeful than I've been for other Transformers movies. This yeah. one looks like they're actually like the action looks a lot lot better in terms of oh I can see who's who. Okay, we'll see. But yeah, I am apprehensive about John Cena because he was not good <laughs> in uh shit. What was that? Just name any of them. I liked him in... Uh, he was good in Sisters. He was good in Sisters, and he was good Trainwreck. in... Trainwreck. In Trainwreck. But he got to be a goof in those. Yeah. 
And yeah, the he, last thing that I saw, man, the one. Uh, oh, the one where he's the dad. Yeah, where he's the dad. It was he was not good in that. I can't remember what that was called. The three friends bang <laughs> on prom. <laughs> the three friends bang on prom. Oh no, uh, blockers. Blockers. Yeah, that's yeah. It. Yeah, wasn't good in he that. He wasn't good in and that, and he could still be a goof in that, and he wasn't really yeah. like. But good. then, yeah, then they had him do like actual dramatic parts, and he was like, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. What? Yeah, I get it. No good. Come on, Cena. Damn it, Cena. Get a coach. Your time is up. <laughs> His time is now. His time is now. <laughs> Hustle loyalty, respect to that friggin' actor in class. <laughs> yeah. Maybe uh, sometimes you should give up. <laughs> yeah, throw in that merch towel. Yeah, throw in the merch towel. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's all the trailers I got, JT. All right, Troy. Well, Terminator Random Movies, full steam ahead, in full force. We had, of course, Magnificent Seven versus Jerry Maguire. Just see you one, Troy. I voted early and I didn't see the results. Well, uh. I'll just let you know, shouldn't you win a car? Really? Jerry Maguire. Okay. Pulling it off. All right. So we'll see what secret garden she lies <laughs> if if it wins. All right. I um I did vote for Jerry Maguire. Um, yes. But I want to say when I did vote for it, it wasn't in the lead. But I voted very early. Yeah. It came out to, I think it was like 75% Jerry Maguire. Okay. So it's right. about a three-fourths okay. Okay. lead. Okay. So you got Jerry Maguire joining the Megan Street Fighter <laughs> in this tournament. This tourney <laughs> is very random. Well, random it's going to get a lot more random with this next okay, one, Troy. Okay, great. I'm really curious to see how you... How you take these, because uh, we got a kind of a uh, mythical type story from 1987. Okay. And we've got a movie based on a classic horror character from 2000. Okay. So uh, here's the tagline for the one from 1987. The story of a man and a woman who lived happily ever after, even though their courtship almost killed them. Hmm. How I Married an Axe Murderer? <laughs> it's not from... 1987? I don't know. I know it's an older movie. Well, it's... It's a more of a classic film. And it is the only theatrical appearance of Andre the Giant in The Princess oh, Bride. Okay. Okay. From 1987. I was way off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, the other one from 2000. Okay. What would you do if you were invisible? How far would you go? Mm, Hollow Man? Kevin Bacon oh. in Hollow Man. Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> All right. So the Princess Bride versus Hollow Man. <laughs> okay. For this next matchup. Okay. What's your thought process going to this one, Troy? I don't even know. If I've ever seen the beginning of Hollow Man, <laughs> I've seen, seen the end, the beginning on TV a bunch for whatever yeah. reason. It was yeah. like a TNT or a TNN like 
movie that was just always on. That sounds about right. <laughs> that seemed, <laughs> Hollow Man seems like one of those where they would just put it on. <laughs> so, and then I've only seen the TV edit, so I don't know if it's any different. Uh, but I've seen Princess Bride, I mean, multiple times. Chelsea loves it. Yeah. So, I don't know. Maybe I'll flip a coin on this one. There you go. Just for morbid curiosity to see what Hollow Man's all about. Princess Bride versus Hollow Man. Which one will will join Jerry Maguire, Street Fighter, and the Meg? <laughs> Which one will win your heart this week? Yeah. Which one speaks to you? <laughs> yeah. Tune in. Find out. Tune in to find out. Also, we got to find a date for uh, Falling Down. That's right. Our previous winner, mm-hmm. Turn Random Movies 3. Yeah. If we can't find something soon, we could always throw it up on a Monday app. Unless I don't know. you wanted to have a full-fledged... I don't know, Troy. I think it deserves... A full-fledged app? It deserves depth. a full-fledged app. It, it fought hard, long and hard... Very true. ...to get to that position. Very I think true. I might have a spot for it. Okay. Because we've got jack shit in November almost. Okay. So. Sounds great. <laughs> Sounds yeah. good for a believe dumping me. ground. Yeah, the, believe me, the <laughs> the times where I'm like, oh, we don't have much, let's just throw this one away, is like the times where it's like, oh, we have a month coming up where jack shit's happening. <laughs> good. <laughs> I'm glad to hear that. Well then, will that just put us into our main event of the evening? The ending of Predatember. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> there it is. The finish line i can see the light at the end of the tunnel <laughs> predator is ending and it is ending with predators and it came out july 7th 2010 summer release that's right had a coveted summer <laughs> release coveted uh budgeted 40 million dollars made back domestically 52 million dollars worldwide okay. Made $127.2 million. Oh, wow. Not too shabby. Not too shabby. Rotten Tomatoes had a uh, at a 65%. Yeah. IMDb had a 6.4 out of 10. Yeah. Not that far off. Yeah. The Blood Brothers. Oh, no. Have it at a 4 out of 5. Oh, wow. Yeah. Them Blood Brothers like. That's right. Them Predators. And 80% if you like to go by percentages. Uh, I have no other facts about this movie. There's, there, like, I mean, like, statistical facts or yeah. whatever. There wasn't any that were like, no, it was the least watched movie of 2010 or anything <laughs> like that. I got nothing yeah. like that. Yeah. Um, it, do, it would strike me as a very middle of the road movie from 2010. <laughs> Cause I think I even did like all some of the other ones, like this is where it fell in the charts of the other predator movies. Like two weeks ago with like predator two or something like that yeah i'm like i'm not gonna rehash that so anyway let's just turn the tables and ask you yeah what's might be the first time in a long time that i've been (laughs) asked to do the synapses for a movie (laughs) what's uh what's this what's this movie all about uh well we follow adrian brody's character that they don't really give him a name till the very end Royce, Royce, being his name. Yeah. Yes. And uh, he's dropped in the middle of a very strange jungle mm-hmm. where he comes across uh, other crazy characters that mm-hmm. also seem to have uh, a background in some sort of combat. Yep. 
when they realize that they may not even be on Earth. What? And they may be hunted by some otherworldly crazy aliens. Oh my god. That we may know as predators. So what will they do to get out of this situation? Tune in to find out. Tune in to find out. So this um just seeing the latest Predator movie, yeah. The Predator. This is the if there was a coin and one of these movies was on the head side, uh-huh. this one would be on the tail side. Because they are the exact opposite of each other. They are, like, pretty <laughs> flip-flopped of each other. This Somebody took this and they were like, people are fucking up, Predator. I need to do it right. <laughs> I'm doing it right. Because I remember when this came out, I kept hearing shit where... I think even Rob Rodriguez was doing, like... He didn't direct this, but I think he was a producer. But he was, yeah. like, doing, like, press junkets for this shit where he was like, man... Predator 2 and AVP and AVP Requiem, they got it wrong, man. Mm -hmm. I'm going to do it right. I'm going right. to do what Predator did justice. Yeah. And I'm like, and like, back, looking back on it, like back then I was like, okay, sure. Now I'm seeing it as like, oh, you did not get what Predator was then. <laughs> <laughs> like, you're one of those guys. You're one of those guys where you saw the, sh the scene where they shot into the jungle for borderline 45 seconds straight and was like fuck yeah <laughs> <laughs> there is a bit of that in the beginning um when they fully fire that minigun into the jungle again yeah they do i think they do that twice in this movie yeah um anyway let me finish my thought the so the predator and predators yeah both have a uh a very dis not not, um, not distinguished, but a very um, diverse cast. Yeah, um, I think this movie does it. Uh, well, I don't know which one does it better. Does what better? Uh, with the with the full on cast, I guess, because I don't know which one is more entertaining to watch. Because what Predator, this movie does, Predators, takes kind of like the tough guy aspect and turn it into like a worldly cast rather than just have it like a bunch of beefy like 80s action movie stars, like yeah. white dudes. <laughs> yeah. And they turn them into like a worldly cast of like kind of tough guys. But even then, they're not like the 80s tough guy. They're like more based in reality actual like yeah. army people who are like stringy and like lean and all that kind of stuff yeah like this one brings it a lot more down to earth which it kind of strikes me as like they just didn't get what predator was like they saw predator and it was like i even like i was like like the only facts i was looking up for this was just like the people that were part of this movie like critiquing the other predator movies like they did this wrong. They did this wrong. We're doing this right. Or I'm like, <sighs> like they just took all of the subject material from predators so seriously. Yeah. And it, it feels like it shows in leaps and bounds in this. 
Like, I don't think this movie has as much of a sense of humor as the other Predator movies have. Oh, no, I com- I completely agree with that. <laughs> like, um, but I would say compared to the rest of them, tonally, this one is more straightforward than, like, Predator and Predator 2. I'm... Because, like, even Predator has moments of, like, where it kind of takes itself seriously for minutes and then it'll kind of be campy here and then fun and then suspenseful and then predator two is kind of the same (laughs) (laughs) but then you have danny glover in it and then this one it does it has a a more straightforward tone like it's like more serious all throughout like the thing for me though is that i don't mind a consistent tone if the tone was something that wasn't like the equivalent to like a college professor because these guys drone and there's a long period of time in this where it's just them going into situations and being what's this and it seems like everyone in this movie is having like a stoic off where none of them (laughs) none of them none of them are willing to be like the crazy character that kind of breaks up the tension they all are trying to be tense and trying to look cool all at the same time but then yeah, they are trying to, well, yeah, they are trying to look <laughs> macho, but though... But it's not fun macho, it's, like, no, I'm hard. It's, yeah, yeah, you're I'm right. I'm hard. I'm so hard. <laughs> well, okay. <laughs> the only person I really got that from is, like, Adrian Brody. Yeah. Because, like, even though I thought he was, like, a weird choice to be, like, the lead in this... Yeah. I didn't necessarily hate him as... I'm going to try to pick my words wisely here. Yeah. I didn't necessarily hate him as the lead, but he I just couldn't believe him in his character. You know what I mean? Like, I wouldn't mind, like, the kind of, like, mysterious, tough guy, and he's not, like, a big, muscle-bound freak. Yeah. Like a Schwarzenegger or whatever. Yeah. Or a Danny Glover. <laughs> yeah. But, like, I... It's just, anytime he talked, I'm like, I can't take you seriously (laughs) like that's like because he was playing it serious straightforward yeah Yeah. and he's like oh i don't know this we're not we're not on uh earth (laughs) whatever (laughs) i'm like what is with you're going on that voice i just wanted to clear your throat yeah he there's so much of just that like everyone is just no one's like talking normally they're just trying to Get the most guttural sounds out of their out of their throat to yeah. talk. And then you have whole movie. Uh, Topher Grace and Walter Goggins in this, who are more of the colorful characters to yeah. a point. Yeah. Um, and then there's a turn with one of them. You probably already know it already. Yeah. We'll save it for spoilers since it's semi-recent in the last <laughs> eight years. <laughs> sure. <laughs> we'll just get to the ending parts. We'll tell it all kind of chronologically. Yeah. But... Walton Goggins is colorful to the point of offensive. Yeah. Okay. Because <laughs> that's one of my exact notes. So he's like an, an inmate. Yeah. Of he's a an inmate at a facility. supermax prison and he's three days away from being put to death. Right. And I really thought they really... <laughs> laid on thick that he's like a criminal to the point where he's like when i get back i'm just gonna do a bunch of cocaine and rape yeah and i'm like i'm gonna rape some fun i'm gonna rape some fun ass bitches (laughs) and i'm like 
what? And then they even give him a scene at the end. They give him a scene like when he dies where like he's heroic. Where I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> I mean, it's hard. It's hard to, it, it's not hard. What am I, I don't know what I'm even saying. I'm like, because like it, you're kind of tricked into it and you're like, yeah, he's saving his teammates who wouldn't want to save him. But then you're like, you are a wannabe rapist, but you do die. Yeah. So. No, he's uh, a terrible person. Yeah. I would have liked that a lot more if like once he said that, someone shot him in the head. <laughs> <laughs> like the the chick mercenary just shoots him in the dick a bunch of times. <laughs> yeah. Um, let me break something to you here. I didn't hate this movie. Really? And I've been trying to play it off so I can surprise you at the end, but I can't anymore. <laughs> I thought this movie was the next best one after the first Predator. Really? Yeah. Okay. I like this better than Predator 2 and The Predator. In fact, I like this and Predator almost equally. Really? Yeah. Okay. Because... <clears throat> I don't know. Like, for me, it just felt like <clears throat> the person that made this just wanted to make a serious Predator movie. And, like, I can see, like, some aspects of it that where it would be good. But I just think he made it too serious. Like, almost to the point of being bland to, an, to a point. I can see that because there were a few points where I was kind of, like, zoning off and I was, like, on my phone for a minute. Yeah. So I get what you're saying with that. Um, but I think this is what I'm looking for when I think of the Predator. Yeah. Even though like I know all of the first movie and it's got its fun campy parts, but that one really sets the stage of what's to come. But I also like everything that they do in this because of that movie. Yeah. And I know um, Rodriguez wanted to take a lot out of that first one. Yeah. And then kind of touch here and there on predator 2 which he doesn't take a lot from i think the only thing i saw that he took is like those predator dogs you can see a skull of one in the predator 2 ship yeah and And, um there's also a scene in this because they they allude that it's not just humans on this planet they bring species from all over the all over to hunt yeah and one of the scenes is like an alien chases topher grace Uh uh-huh and that was the original design for the Predator. Well, Jean Claude Van Damme. One. Yeah, that was supposed <laughs> to be. Yeah, that's like that was the Jean Claude Van Damme Predator. Yeah, um, yeah, the, um, I like that. But the okay, so one of the questions I had, I didn't hate the aspect of them that they capture like the most hard-ass people from these different species and bring them, yeah. and then play like the most dangerous game on their home turf. Yeah, but, I like that. No, go ahead. But, so, this is my... The confusing thing is if you think about it too hard, and it's like, so, you captured them once, and then brought them to your planet to hunt them again? Like, it's a... It's it's weird. Well, like they kind of insinuate that, like, they didn't want to kill them. Like, they were just... They've been stalking them, and then they see that they like them, and then... Like, this feels like the natural progression from, okay, we go down to Earth, and it didn't work out so well. Let's put them on our home turf where we have more of a... Like, more control over them. Yeah. Yeah. I see that, but I'm like... 
you already have a home field. You already have an advantage over them that you can get to their planet, abduct them, and then take them to your planet, and then hunt them for sport. Yeah. Like you're already at the top of the food chain at this yeah. point. The only reason why you keep fucking up is because you want to have a fair fight with them. Yeah. Which at this point, you can't because you're an alien. That can have a warp drive to go to their planet, <laughs> abduct them without their knowledge, and drop them unknowingly onto your planet and hunt them for sport with your yeah. alien weapons. And some of these people don't even seem like they'd be fun to hunt. Some of them are just dickheads. Yeah, but I liked... <laughs> okay, so I liked the kind of play on the title of this, and I think Rodriguez even mentioned it in yeah. the press junkets, mm-hmm. is that these people that they abducted in this group are Earth predators. Like, yeah. They're hunters... Like, uh, and, uh, mercenaries, mercenaries, warriors, murderers, yeah, drug lords, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And so like they prey on the innocent people on earth. And so they've been taken so they can, it's almost like a weird alien saw. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much is. <laughs> so, uh, but okay. So what I was going, my point was, is that I liked what they learned from the first predator is that you can see. They make mention of, like, anytime they take more of these seasons yeah. of people, they learn from them. And yeah. so, I don't know how this could have actually learned from it, but, like, they have the same traps in this that Schwarzenegger set up in Predator 1. Yeah. And so, I don't know if maybe they had the same traps on this planet as before, so that Predator could see them yeah. when they were right in front of his face. So Schwarzenegger would be like, come on, kill me. And the Predator's like, I see your fucking trap, bro. I'm not going to walk through this pit of spikes or whatever. I'm or just snapped a picture of it so he could send it to his home. We're like, oh, that's nice. <laughs> oh, check this out. Oh, right. Snap this. Hey, keep this in mind in case we do like a thing where we put them on our own planet. Yeah. Uh, so there's that. Um, but yeah, I... I the... <laughs> a... So my my goal in this is to turn you around a little bit. Okay. Because I know er, before we shot or or before, before recording this episode, you're pretty negative about it because you've seen it already. Yeah. And me seeing this and thinking it's better than most of the Predator movies. Yeah. Like out of even if we include Alien versus Predator, I think this is number two out of the six. Yeah, like, I'm not a big fan of the Alien versus Predator movies. Neither am I. They're at the bottom of the barrel. Yeah. But I'm just throwing them in there just for yeah. funsies. Yeah. Um, I really think this one has a lot more to offer in my eyes. Okay. Than other ones do. I'll, I'm curious to hear your 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 thoughts on these. I'm always open to other opinions. Okay. So, um. You also find out on this predator world there there's different races of predators. And this was different too to me because I and I mean different as in odd is that so the the big predators hunt the other predators yeah. and the other predators hunt the other game that they bring to the planet was that the chain of I think it's more like the predators hunt the game on there but if they feel like it the bigger predators can hunt the smaller predators okay so it's like i don't know survival of the fittest yeah because there's that one yeah there's that one that they have strung up and i don't know if they just if they hunted him and they just strung him up to like show him off or if they were he did something wrong i don't know but yeah okay but that's another one of those things that i i hate that shit where it's like 
he sets him free, and then he's like on Adrian Brody's side. Where I'm like, okay, <laughs> yeah, and like so because like this one makes the Predator look worse in comparison because they almost do the exact same thing. Yeah, in the newest Predator, where they have one kind of fighting on their side. Yeah. And then there's a bigger one to contend with later. Yeah. And, like, that's what happens in this. Like, the bigger predator, like, beheads the predator. Yeah. And then it's, like, after all the mercenaries and stuff. Yeah. Whereas that's the exact same thing happens in the predator. The big one rips out the spine and head, spoilers, for the predator of yeah. the regular one. And then the yeah. big one's out on the prowl. So it's, like... And you have, like, a big, colorful gang of mercenaries, granted, who are more fun. Yeah. But... I wouldn't say that the gang in this one is that fun. <laughs> no, I wouldn't say they're that fun either. But they bring... I thought they were more interesting than than the ones in The Predator. I wanted to, like, maybe dive into, like, these characters a little bit more, because I left a little bit more to the imagination. They're, like, based in more reality instead of just, like, kooky, crazy people who but, are... Yeah, well, okay, yeah, you can say that you want to get to know them more, but that's because you don't know a fucking thing about them. That's true, like, but, these, like... Like, these ones are way more cannon fodder. Like, I would say, like, these... Like, the mercenaries in Predators are more stereotypical, but stereotypical in the way where it's, like, they don't tell you shit about them, they just tell you where they're from. And they And what play, they do. They play more on stereotypes, so you can kind of, like, figure... Like, there's a guy who's... A Yakuza, so he does, yeah. like, he, oh, I bet you he's great with a sword, and what do you know, he gets a yeah. sword, and it's a sword fight. But that's... And see, I would like shit like that if this was fun. Like, if they, if they seemed like a fun group of people, like, yeah, you don't need to make them likable, just make it where they're, like, if you're gonna go with the stereotype role, go full stereotype. Uh-huh. And that's what I want, but in this, they're just like, no, they gotta be hard badasses all the way through. So no one ever really sticks out as, like... Like, oh, yeah, I remember this guy for this. I remember this guy for this. Like, everyone has, like, their own region they're from and their own kind of culture and their all own means of, like, killing and stuff. Mm -hmm. But for some of them, they didn't, They could give less of a fuck about them where they just, yeah, this guy is a Mexican cartel guy, and then he died. Okay, what about him? No, well, he's dead now. Who cares? Yeah. All right, whatever. <laughs> but, I mean, you know, like, some of these were going to get picked off. You know, yeah. you can guess who the last two people are going to be alive at the end. Oh, yeah, exactly. But, I mean, if you're going to go full out, like, he, like, make the character memorable, then make the character memorable. But they're all, tr like, they're all kind of, like, forced down to where they they can't show off what they are as a character. They, they're all supposed to be, like, very gravel sound gravel voice sounding badasses all the way through yeah like adrian brody and the the girl i wish i knew her name i'll look it up so i'm just not so sexist it's like isabel or something i think her name is in it um oh great i'm still on zach efron on this <laughs> page um here we go here we go Isabel. Yeah, you're right. Um, Adrian Brody as Royce and Isabel are, like, interchangeable. They kind of have, like, the same kind of yeah. personality. But then you come across um, Walter Goggins, who's a wackadoo rapey, 
And then Topher Grace, who, like, plays Topher Grace in this. Yeah. And is, like, the most odd. And then he's got a twist at the end. Yeah. But then you have, like, Mahershala Ali. Yeah, there's, I've, I was surprised at this cast. This cast was way more stacked than I th- remember well, it being. Well, I mean... Because he... Well, Mahershala, yeah, Mahershala he Ali has not, has, gotten, has not had a lot. But, yeah, but he's in this. He's, like, a... Like an African, uh, like gorilla soldier. Yeah, he's like or an African like gorilla, that. and then but he doesn't really do much. No, like, that's why. Like I would say he's wasted in this. Yeah, but like he's wasted if he was in it now. Yeah, like he was getting his start. Yeah, here to get like his. Mm-hmm. Not a, I don't know if this was his big break or whatever. Yeah, but it's in a big actiony role. Yeah, but like he really doesn't do much in this. He's kind of like. Him with the Japanese Yakuza guy are kind of like the two that, like, can sense things going off, like, oh, in yeah. the surroundings yeah. or whatever. Yeah. And they're the ones staring off into space, like, <laughs> yeah, like something's watching us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. But And then there's the Russian with the minigun. Yeah. Who's memorable because he's got the minigun. But I, I kind of liked him near the end, though. I liked him, too. <laughs> um, he's, like, one of the ones that really stuck out to me as, like, being, like... I don't know, he just had, like, one of those, like, baby faces where you just yeah. kind of liked him. Yeah. And you can tell that he was, like, way out of his element. He's, like, has a, a little fear in him or whatever. Yeah. And then he gets you get to know him because he, like, shows a picture of his kids. Yeah. Like, he seems, like, the most likable. And then he's, like, but he's, like, the Russian guy. Right. So, like, especially for, like, nowadays where, like, everything's, like, oh, Russia's evil. Like, yeah. you're, like, oh, shit, the Russian guy's pretty badass. Right. <laughs> yeah. What a great guy. Yeah. And then he's, like, uh, he ends up, like, doing, like, sacrificing his life for somebody at the end, too. So, you're, mm-hmm. like, you actually like him. Yeah. Um, Danny Trejo's in this. He's the Mexican cartel yeah. guy. I, they could have done so much with Danny Trejo. Well... Did you read the trivia for... I- yeah, because they did a thing where they were looking for a Danny Trejo type. Yeah. And then Danny Trejo called him saying, I'm a Danny Trejo type. <laughs> Robert Rodriguez is like, yeah, yeah, I think you're right. <laughs> so he's just in the movie. So, like, it wasn't supposed to be him. So yeah. if it was anybody else but him, it'd be like, oh, yeah, okay, so he died. Yeah, I understand, but, like, even he seems like the most... He would be the most fun... He would have been based, the most Yeah, fun. based yeah. on, like... Like what he's done in the past, he would be like the most fun to like have around for a, for a mm-hmm. while longer. Cause yeah. I don't know. I mean, maybe it's just not for me. Like I, I maybe like you're just you were just looking for more of that like more down to earth. Like I I just want to see the predators fight people that are taking this seriously type thing. Yeah. And I kind of fell more into like the campiness of like Predator and Predator Two. Okay. And the predators. When we got to this, and I was kind of looking more for more of that, like they presented like what could be a really cool campy premise, mm-hmm. but they took it so serious where I just felt like I was being like lectured by people that thought they understood predators more than I did. Yeah, well, I because like I never took it so far as to like they're playing it so serious, like that it was. Yeah, they're playing it like this is a serious situation. We're dropped off on this alien planet. And now we're trying to figure out how to get out of here. And there's not a lot of time for quips that are all that kind of stuff. But I never took it like it was so deathly serious. Cause you're still talking about like a weird, they're dropped off on an alien planet. They're fighting aliens. They're doing all this shit. They're way out of their element. I never took it as like so dourly serious that I was ever, truly really out of the movie taken out of the movie and like up until like the halfway point when they meet up with somebody 
was where it started yeah, let's to pick talk up. About that now, <laughs> <laughs> like uh, I like I think my favorite character out of everyone in this was Lawrence Fishburne. He, <laughs> I would like to see more about him. Yeah, maybe not like a whole new movie. No, dedicated no, no, to no. Him or anything, but he but... was the thing that like really gave like this movie the shot of adrenaline it needed when I was. I was like begging for something like Lawrence Fishburne in this, and then they finally presented him. Like, thank God, uh, yeah, because they needed that like little bit of quirkiness in there to really like kind of spice it up. Yeah, because yeah. everyone is just acting so dour this whole fucking time. And then Lawrence Fishburne comes in, and he's like, he's been alone for so long that he's fucking nuts. Yeah, that it, it almost kind of livens up the rest of the cast. We're like, this guy's fucking crazy. Yeah, I'm like yes. Yes, talk about something else, please. <laughs> talk about how crazy he is. <laughs> and I guess he only filmed for two days in this too. But yeah. like, he's not like he has a huge part no. in this. But but it, but he's so fucking interesting because he's like he's got all this fucking shit. Like even like the armor that he has is like made out of like so many different things. Like it's like he's got like the predator helmet, but he's got like a samurai mm-hmm. like helmet. Like it's like like the sam- like the predator helmet mixed with a samurai helmet. Yeah. And he's got like like this armor made of all these different materials of like yeah. different people that he probably has come across. Uh-huh. Or it's like, yeah, this is fucking cool. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I was really happy because I totally forgot. I knew a whole lot of twists in this, but I totally forgot that Lawrence Fishburne was in the movie. Yeah. And when I saw him, I'm like, oh yeah. It's finally, and then he takes them to like his little hidey yeah. hole, and he like built like a gun out of like their sh- out of like, their parrot cannon thing too. Mm-hmm. That looked awesome. Where it was just like, yeah, you're interesting. I would totally like to get to know you more. Like if you're gonna take a serious aspect of this, Lawrence Fishburne's probably the most interesting. Yeah, I also like too that he like befriended them. And then when they are, their guard was down, he tried to fuck them all over. Yeah. <laughs> I would say that, like, probably one of my favorite, like, one of my only a- favorite aspects of this is that they really play off of the not judging a book by its cover type thing. Because almost every character in this has, like, a thing where, like, the minute you think you understand them, they do something that totally is against what you thought they were. Uh-huh. Like, Adrian Brody was, like, the hard nose, like, I'm gonna, I'll do anything to survive until the very end. Yep. And uh, Topher Grace has his thing. Yep. Lawrence Fishburne has his thing. Yep. Like, everyone. Russian guy. Yeah, the Russian guy. Like, everyone kind of, like, has, like, this thing where they they present a certain persona, but then in a certain situation, they'll show their true self. Yeah. And I like that, but I feel like. They weren't. They didn't have enough fun with it, and yeah. I wanted way more fun with this one. Yeah. Especially with, like, for like how Predator presents itself in like Predator and Predator Two, this movie would have been a fucking riot. Cause it's like, if, if those movies were take a fucking movie trope and then throw a Predator in it, this is take a bunch of movie trope characters and then throw them on the Predator world. Mm-hmm. That'd be fun as fuck. Mm-hmm. You could fucking. Like, especially nowadays, you could put a fucking superhero on the Predator planet. Yeah. How fun would that be? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And then, like, even, like, doing the hard-nosed detective, even, like, taking, like, the hard-nosed detective's arch nemesis and putting them on the same group together, mm-hmm. get the fucking, the big, beefy Arnold Schwarzenegger commando on there. Mm-hmm. Like, just take characters from all these different fucking action movies and put them on the Predator world and see them interacting with each other. Mm-hmm. That'd be fun as hell. Yeah. But I feel like... They were like, 
we're going to take that premise, but we're going to take it more down to earth and be really serious with it. Mm-hmm. Where I feel like they almost kind of flushed like a really good opportunity down the drain a little bit. Okay. I, I definitely could see how that could be a lot more fun. But then at what point does it become like cartoonish where you have like so many huge personalities going and fighting for time on this alien world who's fighting aliens and there's a ton of shit going on. Like I can't, I'm not going to say it like was, it'd be a bad idea. Yeah. Cause like I love Marvel movies and they're doing some crazy off the oh, wall yeah. shit yeah. where they've got like 40 characters in a movie or whatever. Yeah. And that turns out pretty good, but they're not all that. And so like, but I would take huge personalities over borderline no personality, see, which but is I don't, a lot of I don't people think they're have. void of it. Like, where it's I it's just a point where we're just gonna agree to disagree on this. Where yeah, I don't think these personality types are unwatchable. I think sometimes they made odd choices, mostly just Adrian Brody in general. But- I I think Adrian Brody was the most interesting out of all of them though, because he did have. He had that thing where, like, he would just come right out and say, fuck him. And you'd be like, right. oh, what a dick. But then he would, like, explain himself to where you're like, that does make sense. Right. <laughs> but he, the whole movie, up until, like, the like very end, he had, like, an air of mystery to him. And he was kind of just out for the greater good or the betterment yeah. of him or looking out for number one. Because yeah. even until he gets to the end, he could almost get to the point where he could get on a pr- predator ship. Excuse me, I'm dursting. <laughs> And he could zip off that planet. Yeah. And then turns out, like, he doubles back, unbeknownst to the rest of whoever's alive. Yeah. And they're like, oh, you didn't go. I thought you left. Yeah. Nope. And also, (laughs) for as serious as they try to make this movie, they make Adrian Brody, like, that guy that just... He just knows everything. (laughs) Like, that that kind of drove me crazy, too. Like, he would just walk into a situation and he'd be like, this happened. Like, how do you know that? Right. <laughs> like, there's that scene where... I have they almost stumble... a saint... Oh, go ahead. There's that scene where they stumble onto all those traps. Uh-huh. And there's some elaborate fucking traps. And then they all get out of them, and then they go and they find this guy that's just, like, fucking skinned, and he's, like, laying by this log. And then Adrian Brody goes on this huge t- tirade where he's like, he built all these traps. He knew something was watching him. They still got to him somehow. I'm like, how do you know any of this you're not even like you're not even like drawing any any evidence or anything about how you know this you just see a dead body like next to all these traps and you're like he built all these why would he build all these how did he still die like maybe something else fucking happened like you're see that that didn't bother me his deductive reasoning didn't bother me so much what the but it was a stupid deductive reasoning like he would just say well, that saying you would fucking einstein yeah, type shit he would just say that things happen and then everyone would be like oh my god he's he's right like how do you know <laughs> um <laughs> what got to me was topher grace seemed to know everything that's what was kind of getting to me but but from a medical standpoint yeah though, yeah right he was a doctor well yeah but then he also knew about this flower that was there, and he could tell, like, the whole genus of it and everything. And I'm like, that flower is an alien flower, right? How do you know about no, it? No, it's an actual flower. Is it? Yeah. Are you sure? <laughs> yeah, it was, but, well, 
they bring it up where uh, I looked up trivia for it, and it is a flower, but it's like extinct now. Oh, okay. So, yeah, I don't know. Well, anyway, but I knew the twist of his character going into this movie. Yeah. So him saying these things and yeah, would I, make it a little creepier as he's saying yeah. them. And I think that was a really cool aspect to it because when the twist does happen, when they show, like, maybe he did do research on what's the best way to, like, paralyze a victim. Yeah, right. Um, the I mean... My minor spoilers. He turns out to be like a a murderer. Yeah, and so that's why he's on this planet because he's like a murderous predator, um, mixed yeah. in with all these mercenaries and stuff yeah. like that. Um, which I thought was cool. I wish I would have gone into it not knowing that. I guess to see this kind of for the first time. Yeah, but like just having it being in like the zeitgeist, mm-hmm. I've I know a lot about it just by yeah. listening to things. And they and they do go out of their way to point out where it's like, why the fuck is he here? <laughs> yeah, and they Which, say that a lot of times. Yeah. Um. But uh, I, I thought that the effects were good in this. I thought the effects were better in this than I thought in the Predator. You know what? I kind of agree with you. I I even thought like the dogs were a lot more menacing in this than they were in Predator and the Predator. Um, I found out that K and B effects did this one. I can't remember who did the newest one, but the K and B one is like the Greg Nicotero led one that does like the Walking oh, Dead. Oh yeah, shit. yep. I can um, see that then. Even like the minor mandible movements of that one Predator that's strung up on that pike. Yeah, like. Just the minor, like, little twitches and stuff on a practical, like, what I assume is a practical suit. Yeah. Looked really good. Yeah. Whereas, like, I never saw any, like, nuanced moves in the new movie like that. Yeah. I I will give you credit. I will give this movie credit that it does have a lot of, like, really cool attention to detail on, like, different aspects of, like, the Predators where, like, they... When they like put like they have like uh different trophies on their helmets even mm-hmm. like the main uh bad predator that has like those mandibles that he has attached oh, to the yeah. back that to big the... jaw yeah that yeah. looks really cool yeah that looks really cool and then even at like the end when Adrian Brody's like killing it with that axe and you they like do like zoom ins of its face and you can like see like parts of its like face is missing uh-huh. like you can even see like one of its like uh weird like mandible like tentacle things is missing uh-huh. after getting beat on the face for a while where it's like, Oh, that's like a nice little attention to detail that they didn't really need to do, but they did it. And like the fact that I noticed it was like, Oh, that's cool. I can actually see it's like, it's actually taking damage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The only time where it's like, it kind of like breaks that is where, but this is like a, like a, a Robert Rodriguez kind of trope and all the troublemaker studios kind of things. Like, when somebody gets shot with something big, they just explode, and it's just like, they just blow up. You know, it's not like yeah. never really good looking. It's just like, yeah. sometimes when that parrot cannon went through somebody, they just like pop open and explode. <laughs> and so like, it works for like grindhouse kind of stuff. But like, for this, it's kind of like, they're doing like that realistic axe shots to the neck and all that stuff. And yeah. it's like, oh, that's cool. But then like sometimes like a a big explosive round will go through somebody and it'll just like pop a piece off and chunks will go flying. Yeah. And it's like, Oh Jesus. I thought, even though it's completely, it would not work this way. I did really geek out when like he ripped out Walton Goggins spine and the yeah, skull came with, Yeah, where it's like, that wouldn't work that way, but right. I still like it. But they do that in every movie though. Right. 
They yeah. totally sub zero like once one mo- guy in every movie. They do it in Predator. Oh, I guess they do. I can't remember if they do it in Predator Two or not. But yeah, he just just like reaches in his back and rips out the spine, and the skull comes with her. I'm like, yeah. where does head go? Yeah, I. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Did he rip him out all of out of his face skin? Yeah. He's really good at ripping out spines that the face skin stays where it's at. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. That's a killer move though. I love it. I love it. Um Let me see. I got through some other notes. Also, here. like I I really did like the uh the Yakuza fight. Oh, the sword With the, fight? Yeah. I like that, too. Like, I thought it was, like, a really cool, like, in-the-long-grass type shit where I'm like, oh, fuck, yeah. Right. <laughs> um, and I guess uh, the guy, the actor, is, like, a kendo expert or something like yeah. that. Yeah, because they wanted to, like, wanted him to do, like, kung fu and shit, but he was like, no, I'm I'm a kendo expert. So then they had, like, they actually did, like, like position to where, like, he could get a sword so he could actually, like, show off his shit. Yeah. Which is good. It kind of was like a weird break in the movie. They're like, oh, this... Like, you can tell, like, this guy was like, well, I'm good yeah. at this. Like, okay, we'll just stick it in the movie somewhere. Yeah. And it was a total, like, play off of that fucking scene when, like, the fucking Native American guy pulls out his big mm-hmm. fucking machete and takes his shirt off. Right. Cuts his chest with it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's the exact same shit. Even, like, more to an extent where, like... It's artfully shot. Like, it's the most artfully yeah. shot thing in the whole movie. Oh, yeah. Where he take, like, takes off his coat, shows his big-ass dragon tattoo yeah. or whatever. It's kind of yeah. dark. You couldn't yeah. tell what's going on. And even, like, the long, wavy grass from, like, the bird's-eye view shot. Um, yeah. A lot just more artfully shot than any other shot in this yeah. whole movie. They were, yeah, they're like, they're like, oh, yeah. It makes it feel like a samurai movie. Yeah. Like Which, but I like that. Like, I would like that. Like, that's what I would like from a movie like this. Like, actually do really play into that kind of trope where it's like, yeah, get a fucking Yakuza guy that plays up that fucking samurai aspect and just fucking goes to town on a predator with a with his fucking sword skills. Yeah. yeah but, like, what I did, what I do enjoy of, like, Predator 1 and 2 is that, like, it is a certain genre of film and then a predator shows up and disrupts everything. Yeah. Which, like, this isn't so much. No. It starts off with a bang of, like, just people dropping out of the sky, mm-hmm. which is kind of fun. But, like, it would be cool if you were to, like, make a predator movie, like, not set in the current time and, like, go back to another period. Yeah. Where it's, like, just for instance, like, go back to, like, feudal Japan. Yeah. Well, and, Pred- Predator 3 was supposed to take place with, like, pirates and shit. Right. And, well, it never happened. I yeah. don't know. Maybe that's... That probably is really expensive mm-hmm. to do all that type of shit. But, like, if they could do that, I don't know how well it would go off. Yeah. But I think it would be kind of fun. Yeah, I think it would be fun, too. Because, like, I, I was reading in some of the trivia that, like... Even in this, it shows, like, skulls of, like, Neanderthal people. Oh, yeah? In uh, that little predator camp. Yeah. Where it shows, like, human skull and, like, a prehistoric human skull. Oh, shit. And so, like, they've been going back several thousand years. Yeah. To, like, face the Earth's, like, toughest fighters or whatever Mm -hmm. like that. So, 
that'd be cool to see. I mean, I wouldn't want to go back that far. I don't know if it'd be that interesting for like yeah. two non-English speaking characters for me to yeah. like do all that stuff. And I, like uh, the one thing that I do like about this that I like more than the Predator is that they do really play into that they the predators in this are like big game hunters where they yeah. they like live for the sport of hunting and fighting like superior beings right. be it humans or what have you cuz right. like once they get put in situations where it's like one on one they like it looks like they're about like they're like fighting back a boner where it's like <laughs> I'm about ready to fucking sword fight a Yakuza? Fuck yeah! <laughs> <laughs> like, this, yeah. like, it just seems like super into it. Like, oh, fuck yeah, let's do this yeah. shit. Yeah. And that, that's like one of the weirdest, I don't know, that's like one of the weirdest things about the whole Predator thing to me. Is that, like, I like that they like a fair fight, but then when it comes down to it, they're like, eh, I'm just gonna nuke ya. Fuck you. Yeah. But I mean, it's, I mean, if you weren't put in that situation, you'd probably do the exact same thing. Yeah, I know. Where it'd I know. be like, yeah, I want to have a fucking fair fight. And then there's sometimes you're just like, yeah, fuck this guy. <laughs> so it's, it's, it's weird. But, uh, the only other note that I have is that, um, and I forgot about it until I looked it up is that when this movie ends, then the title card hits and plays that Little Richard song. Yeah, that was from Predator. And and I would totally forgot about that. And I was thinking, it's like, this has to be a callback to something. Yep, it's the song they listen to when they're on the helicopter. Yeah, and so I was like, oh. I, I didn't hate it so much after it started. Yeah. But I was like, this is a very odd song to play at the yeah. end title credits. Oh, this is, a, this is definitely a movie that... That's the thing that always that also rubbed me the wrong way about this is that this is one of those movies where it's like Predator's the only one that did it right. Everything else is fucking bullshit. Well, is it really wrong <laughs> wrong to think that? Because I, mean, I didn't like Predator two all that much. And... I know, but like I I don't know. There's still th- aspects of Predator two that I like, but this one goes out of its way to just be like, fuck everything else. Predator Predator was good, and we're the best. <laughs> I'm like. Man, okay. I'm not gonna disagree with that. Like, I mean, yeah, I mean, and especially like nowadays where there's so many movies that are doing that now. Like Halloween is coming out that's gonna do that. Yeah. And yeah, like everything else, like okay, yeah, sure. But this one is just. If you're gonna make a movie like that, don't be like so fucking like thirsty for Predator. <laughs> At the same time, where you're just like. <laughs> Oh man, we need to fucking like we need to remind everyone about the fucking plot of Predator almost. <laughs> like that one chick, she pretty much explains the entire plot of Predator. We were like, yeah. "Okay, we get it. You fucking love Predator." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like you're this, not wrong. This movie wants to fuck Predator, the movie right. Predator. Cuz yeah, they have so much shit in there that's just all about Predator where you're like, "Okay, we get it." You love Predator. Make your own Predator movie. Don't be so fucking thirsty for Predator. Um, you know what would be cool to see? Because now that um, Adrian Brody, uh, Royce, and Isabel didn't end up making it off that planet. Yeah. Um, how they can be warped for all these new drop-ins. Yeah. And see how they would handle all that stuff. I would like to see, like, a continuance of that. Yeah. Because they could easily turn into Lawrence Fishburne. Yeah. Or they could gather people to start, like, an uprising on this Predator planet. Yeah. 
which would be kind of cool. Eh? I don't know. It'll probably never happen. <laughs> but <laughs> who knows? And like uh, Dave brought up uh, last week how he thought it would be cool if uh, Adrian Brody was the one that was like the predator killer in that pod. In that pod, yeah. That, that, I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be opposed to that. I wouldn't either. In fact, I'd probably like this movie even more if that was the case. That's true. <laughs> yeah. Not that I didn't dislike it at all, really, but I I really enjoyed it. So, all in all, would you recommend somebody, unless you got anything else to throw in here? Eh, not, not really. Would you recommend if people were going through the mythos of Predator movies to check this one out? I... I mean, it's so... I think this is the most off from what Predator tries to do, but I still I still think there are moments in it that are worth watching. Okay. I think. Because, like, like I said before, I do think the effects in this are better than uh, The Predator. Mm-hmm. So there are moments like that that are fun. And, uh... I don't know. I I think I really didn't really get into this until halfway through when they meet up with Lawrence Fishburne. And then after that, I think I kind of fell into it. Okay. Because Lawrence Fishburne was that kind of like that shot of adrenaline I needed to get through the rest of the movie where like even if like the other character, like even, I think even the other characters just started having more fun with it after Lawrence Fishburne got introduced because mm-hmm. that's when they have the Yakuza sword fight mm-hmm. and then uh, they do the whole thing where... Adrian Brody has like that fight with uh they show that predator on predator fight mm-hmm. and they show Adrian Brody uh like pretty much lights the whole camp on fire when he right. fucking fights out of the one so it's like once Lawrence Fishburne gets introduced it's pretty fun but before that it just kind of felt like everyone was kind of droning and just kind of saying the same shit and like what's this what's happening who's this where are we like it's just a bunch of people asking questions in very droll voices. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, I mean, like, if you really like Predator, I would say definitely kind of bear through the first half of this, and then once it gets past that, I think you'll be fine. Okay. I I definitely would recommend people to see this one. Okay. If you're a Predator fan. Um, especially if you're a Predator fan like me who doesn't really care. Yeah. Like, they're not... They don't have such a fucking woody for a predator so hard yeah. that they have to be so beholden to uh, whatever. But yeah. like I, I thought this was fun. I even though it's not like campy or whatever, yeah. but I had a good time watching this movie. Okay. Like I um, would disagree with you a little bit about the first half. Like I would, I would agree. Like once it gets to like. Lawrence Fisher and meeting up there, like it's definitely like a it picks it, up, it picks up yeah. and carries it to the end of the movie. But I never felt like it was such a drag to that first half. So like I'll go on my full out grade. I I would give this movie a B plus. Okay. Uh, I'll I think I'll give it. Uh, I think I'll give it probably a C. Like okay. it's like it's definitely that that first half. I it was kind of hard for me to get through, especially because they don't really show like. They don't even like show predators or all until like the maybe like close it's like to like thirty or forty minutes in. I yeah. think before you see the first one. Yeah, so it's just it's a lot of just people trying to act as tough as possible, just talking to each other. <laughs> I was like, come, 
please do something. Well, like, I think that was, like, another reason why I kind of like this movie, too, because, like, it shows, like, an air of mystery to what's going on. And I think I said that when we were both reviewing one and two. Whereas, like, I wish they didn't show as much Predator stuff right off the bat where you got to, like, figure it out along the way. Because they show an alien ship crashing the first scene of the movie. That's true. In both of them. Yeah. And then they kind of just, like, willy-nilly show the Predator full-on, like, yeah. in a very strange reveal in in the first one. But I don't, I don't need them to show me the Predator. I just want something interesting to be happening before they show the predator and i don't like never really got anything interesting mm. like they showed people in different garb that's about as close as it got to character development oh see, well <laughs> see i didn't i i i didn't mind the characters at all and i thought that first act was like a nice build to where they were going uh, yeah i mean I don't, I'm not gonna fault you for for liking it. Like I I liked it from Lawrence Fishburne on. It was just that whole beginning part. It felt like they were just kind of treading water until they got to what they wanted to start doing. Yeah. So I don't know. So I'll give it like a a, a C. I okay. mean, check it out if you want. Um, I just I wasn't into it as much as I was like Predator and I think even like Predator Two more than this. All right. Just because Predator Two was fucking insane. Yeah. It, I'm not. <laughs> yes, it was. <laughs> Uh, but I think it was almost too insane for me to... It was almost too campy where I'm just like, I can't take Predator seriously if a guy in pleated khakis... But I don't think Predator ever took itself that serious. That's the thing. But no, what I'm... I, I, I get that point. But if, it, if it's like up there with like Alien as yeah. being like a, a, a viable threat yeah. to human existence... And Danny Glover has taken one of these out. <laughs> Why should I be scared of Predator? Why should I care at all? Why should you, why should you care if Adrian Brody is taking one of them out? But at least Adrian Brody's <laughs> acting tough and not like got a big fucking coat on and a weird gangster hat. Oh, okay, so so Danny Glover should have talked like this the whole movie. I mean, he already sure. kind of talks like that. But like, it's this, I don't know. It's the, You know what I'm saying. You're just giving me shit. Uh, well, besides uh, finishing out our run with the Predator Month. <laughs> Thank God. Is there anything else you've been into this last week? Uh, I watched the movie Action Point with okay. Johnny Knoxville. Yeah? It sucks. <laughs> yeah, I heard it sucked when it it's came out, and I was so disappointed. Really bad. Even the things that you're going to watch it for are very few and far between. Like, oh, he really? really tries to act in this, and he's not good. Damn. Even Chris Pontius looked like he was like drunk and high most of the time filming this. Yeah. Because they try and put him in scenes and he's just spewing gibberish the whole time. All right. We're like, <sighs> yeah, I mean, it was cute when you were in Jackass, but now it's just <laughs> fucking sad. <laughs> you're like in your mid 40s and you're oh, just like no. talking about your dick. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy. So, yeah, it's. Yeah. All right. I think it's just time for Johnny Knoxville to stop trying. <laughs> and, That's too bad. He's a charismatic fella. Yeah, and Bad Grandpa was. I even like Bad Grandpa. Like I thought it was. It was a fun movie. Uh huh. This is not like Bad Grandpa at all. Okay. Like they did a lot more in Bad Grandpa than they did in this. All right. And uh, yeah, it was. Yeah, it 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 sucked. He is. <laughs> 
He's just not a good actor. Insufferable, huh? Yeah. It, the, yeah, it's bad. It, uh, do not do not watch uh, this. Oh, brother. I, All right. I, I, I bet Johnny Knoxville's a, a, a really good guy, but uh, <laughs> I know a lot of good guys that are not good actors. Uh, yeah. All right. Well, that's too bad. Yeah. But uh, me and Molly have also been watching, uh, I brought up earlier, Maniac. Yeah. On Netflix with uh, Jonah Hill and uh, Emma Stone. Yeah. In it. It is odd. I would really be curious to see what you thought about it. Because mm. it is very... It, it's different. Like, okay. uh, even like in the time that it takes place in, it's like an alternate reality like it it's not so much technically advanced as we are but there's like things that are different where i don't know like they do like some things where uh uh like people that don't have as much money like they can uh make money by uh hiring i think they're called like ad pals where you like hire someone to like give you money to buy something and then while you're consuming or taking part in this thing that you paid for, they sit next to you and they read ads. Uh. <laughs> yeah. So it's like that a thing where it's like people that are like, awful. yeah, like the like people that they can't really, if you, like if you want to ride the subway and you can't afford it, then you order an ad pal and they come and pay for it for you. And they sit next to you on the subway and they read ads to you. But you pay them. No, they pay, they pay. Like if, like if you want to get on the subway, yeah. And you don't have enough money to pay for it. Then okay. you say then you request an ad pal and the uh-huh. ad pal comes and pays for it for you, but while you're on the subway to where you want to go, they're reading ads to you. Uh. So like giving like brochures and like like reading stuff to you and like all this stuff. Ugh, that sounds insufferable. <laughs> but no, but they do like but they do like <laughs> some fun stuff for with it where like one of them was like like could I order one of you to like go to like Colorado, like it's like New York or something. Mm-hmm. Like, can I order one of you to go to Colorado? And they're like, I don't know. I'll have to ask my supervisor, but that sounds like fun. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, but like, yeah, they do like stuff like that. But then, like, that's not even like what the story is. Like, the whole story is like these two people are uh, get part of this drug trial where it it's like these different pills that cause you to confront. Like things that are kind of holding you back in life, mm-hmm. like one pill, like like it's kind of like a weird retelling of like uh, a Christmas story, but like not like past, present, or future. It's more like one pill makes you uh, relive the worst experience of your life. Mm-hmm. One pill uh, makes you break down the walls that don't let you uh, deal with that, and the other one makes you confront it all together. Okay. And it's like you're following uh, Jonah Hill and Emma Stone as they go through this process together. Okay. So it's interesting, and it, and it's all done like in kind of like this weird dreamscape. So it's like everything is like a different scenario. Like there's like times where they're like a couple in the '80s, and there's another one where they're like Emma Stone is like an elf in like a Middle Earth type scenario. <laughs> okay. Like it's all over the place. It's really interesting, but it's okay. different. Like you have to really be patient with it sometimes. Because okay. they'll put you in a scenario where you have no idea why you're there, and then they'll throw, like, small, subtle hints about 
their back like based on their backstory that kind of like oh okay so that's why they're doing this how far are you through this uh i think me and molly have like three more episodes left out of 10 10 and they're all like maybe 30 to 40 minutes long okay so it's interesting like i wouldn't say that it's like in your like super in your face and action packed where you're going to be like on board like episode 1 but I don't know. It's it's different. <laughs> like I can't even okay. say if, I can't even say if I like it myself because I'm not all the way through it. Uh-huh. But it's like it's kept my attention enough where it's like okay, I, right. I'll see where I'll see where you go from here. Okay, all right. So Maniac on yeah. Netflix. Check you it have out. My attention at least. Okay. Okay. Uh, anything else? That will do it. Um, I just reread. For a very spooky episode of Imperious Rex, Ooh. the series Batman Vampire, yeah, where Bruce Wayne fights the titular Dracula, oh, and maybe has some nasty side effects of some vampire spooky uh, vampireness coursing through his human vessel. Uh, so <laughs> that. Is fun. It's one of my favorite like Batman Elseworld stories. Yeah, because it's like full on nuts, crazy, and nice. I, I like it a lot. It goes really campy in it. Right on. Um, so check out Batman Vampire at any point in time. The art of it, art in it is great, especially as it, when it starts out because it's like only went three issues, but each issue was made like years apart from each other, mm-hmm. and so the first part was like made in ninety one. And then the second was, like, in 96. And then the other one was, like, in 99. Oh, wow. And so, like... But it's the same artist and writer the whole way through. Yeah. But, like, as it goes on, the the art gets a little looser. Because I don't know if the artist changes style or whatever. Or he's just, like, commissioned and he just, like, whipped it out or whatever. I'm not sure. But regardless, real fun still. Nice. Um. Also, I haven't read this yet, but... Uh, I'm going to probably read it tomorrow or maybe even tonight before I fall asleep and start counting those sheep. <laughs> Until you wake up at 1245. <laughs> Until I wake up at the <laughs> butt crack of dawn. Um, DC Comics has started a new event called Heroes in Crisis. Okay. It's about uh, superheroes dealing with post-traumatic stress disorder. Oh, wow. So it's got a... And it's written by a guy who was in... Uh, ooh, it's either in the CIA or the FBI. Yeah. I can't remember now off the top of my head. But he actually dealt with, like, this kind of stuff. Oh, shit. That's cool. And so, like, there's given, like, a real-world kind of, like, aspect to, like, this high fantasy type of stories. So I kind of want to check that out. I haven't read any spoilers on it or anything yet, so I have really no idea where it's starting or going. Nice. So I, I'm going to be surprised. And then... The newest issue of Doomsday Clock, which is the sequel to Watchmen, dropped yeah. today as well. It's yeah. like issue 7 of 12 came out. I heard something where I guess they explain a lot in this one. I hope they do, because at this point I'm like, I don't know what the <laughs> fuck is going on in this book. Yeah, it's I, really just treading water. I read something point. that, uh, I think it was like a conversation between you and uh, GHD where uh, 
somebody brought up that they explain a lot, and then J.J. Day said that, I can't wait to buy it today, and then his wife called <laughs> oh, him out on it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I loved that <laughs> so much that his wife pretty much just got a Twitter to snoop on his comic <laughs> buying habits. Got him. I love it. But, uh... <laughs> I, uh, that's all, that's pretty much all I got. That's it. All right. Yeah. So, GHD, if people want to get on the internet and look at your buying habits. Yeah, GHD, what can they do <laughs> if they want to look up your buying habits? <laughs> Where could they get a hold of you? Uh, well, if they want to ask me about his buying habits, I guess <laughs> I can ask him. And you can find me at Buggy Furman on Twitter. Also, Buggy Furman on Instagram. And hey, what up, Buggy Furman on Snapchat, Troy? Uh, you can find me at Troy to the Max on Twitter. You can find both me and JT at Review Review Pod on Twitter. You can also find us on Facebook. And all of our new episodes are uploaded onto ReviewReviewPod.Podbean.com. But if you don't want to go there, that's perfectly okay. Wherever you're listening, you're doing something right. Uh, we're on... Google Podcasts, you can listen to us on Alexa devices. We're on Spotify, of all places. We're on Apple Podcasts, and while you're there, why don't you give us a rating and review us? Because uh, if you like the show, that helps most other people find the show as well. And if you have something longer to say, you're more welcome to do that on Review Review Pod. I'm at itching to do that mail scream some gmail. more. Gmail.com. Yeah, we didn't get anything this week, so. Son of a bitch. I know. People are just sick of Predator at this point. So. <laughs> yeah, we've lost so many listeners because of Predator. <laughs> so yeah, there, there you have it. Oh, all, also, we're up on YouTube now as well. All of our full apps yep. and anything we upload. If or... we're not going to put anything that's copyright anymore, <laughs> if we do, it must be less than like five seconds. Yeah, Jesus, Jesus. that. Uh... Uh, it doesn't matter. More mercy. Yeah. At this point, YouTube doesn't give us a ton of views, so I'm not really upset if that hits us with a copyright strike so much. <laughs> um, anyway, so that's that's to you, YouTube. Yeah, you yeah. can suck on it. Pieces of shit! <laughs> <laughs> that's it. That's the show, JT. Go. Well, for Monday, if everything goes as planned, we are planning on doing a thing that... Old GHD brought up last week. Yep. While it's still prevalent in the zeitgeist. Yes. We'll be talking about the Nicolas Cage going crazy movie, Mandy. Yes. I already saw it. Troy hasn't seen it yet. I'm really curious to see what Troy thinks of this because mm -hmm. it's out there. <laughs> I can't wait to see what he thinks of it. Let's see if I can check it out tomorrow or Friday so we can get that up in on Monday. There you go. But... After that, mm -hmm. one of our favorite episodes of the year, mm -hmm. we are doing the test pilot. Yes. Where we talk about some of the, or almost all of the, <laughs> new pilots coming out on network television. We're yep. talking ABC, NBC, and Fox, because CBS has their own thing. Who gives a fuck about them? <laughs> and we can't watch it on Hulu. So. <laughs> That's right. If you can't, if you want to follow along next week, we will be reviewing, and I got seven now because one of them came out early. Okay. We got Rel. Okay. Uh, the Manifest. I've already started that one. Uh, New Amsterdam. Okay. Um, Single Parents, A Million Little Things, I Feel Bad, and The Cool Kids. Okay. 
So look up all those shows. They should be all on Hulu. If you have Hulu, check them out. We'll be talking about the pilots for all of them. Okay. And then uh, somewhere down the line, maybe like in mid-October, we have an addendum we can do for like a Monday show where mm-hmm. we can do the rookie and the kids are all right. Okay. All right. That's what I was thinking. Sounds good. Because I really want to do the rookie. <laughs> you just can't shut up about that the rookie. Ro- that show looks so bad. I can't wait to watch it. <laughs> Nathan Fillion as a as a rookie to as a rookie cop. Ugh. Great. I'm into it. So there you go. Get ready for our test pilot next week. Also, Mandy on Monday. Full <laughs> full slate. Show. Full yeah. slate. Full yeah. slate. Uh. Might have to cut things if we're going to talk about all of those things for the next Thursday show. Uh, well, we'll see. Get, we'll be light on news. How about that? Unless something huge happens. Well, a lot of them are like half-hour sitcoms. That That's why I seem did... to matter. We can just drone on longer <laughs> than the fucking show okay. was. Well, we'll see. We'll see then. All right. Um... So yeah, that's all next week. Our fun yearly test pilot episode. Yeah, always a blast. Look forward to it. Look forward to watching like seven hours of television. <laughs> well, it's gonna be. Let me see. Half hour, hour, hour. Oh god. Half hour, hour. Oh, oh no. Half hour, half hour. So yeah, we got three half hour, like four and a half hours. Four, four half hours and three hours, and then the hours are like forty three minutes. So. Oh. All right. Okay. We'll be fine. Well, oh, don't worry about you're me. You're sweating. JT. Troy, you're sweating. You're, I'm don't beating sweat up it. over here, okay? Don't sweat I'm it. So nervous. It's going to be easy. I'm getting so nervous. It's going to be easy. JT. If anything, you just it, just act like you saw one of these. <laughs> Chances are you could probably fake like, it. Pret- yeah. <laughs> Some of these shows are bad enough, you probably could fake like four of them. <laughs> <laughs> I'll watch all of them. It'll be fun. Okay, so anyway, that's next week. So until next time where you hear us watch a ton of TV. I've been yeah. short of the Max Extreme. I am G2K. And we are off.